Pittsburgh Steeler fans, Steeler Nation, Homie Nation, Pump Your Break Nation, everybody, welcome to another Wednesday night episode of the Pump Your Breaks podcast on the Steel Curtain Network, uh, uh, affiliated with the Fans First Sports Network. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm your boy, Tate. We got the fellas. We got the triple, triple OG, Shannon White with us. And we got the little fella, Big G. What's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? Hey, man. That car screeching and that motor revving up had me hyped already, dog. <laughs> I was hyped already. I said, man, my energy was a little low tonight. But, man, that got me going, dog. So let's do what we do. You know how we do. We get it lit up over there. The live chat is jumping off. Let's get them rhythms jumping off. It's Pump Your Breaks podcast. The Steelers are four and two, and let's go. That's all I'm saying. Let's go. Let's man, love, love the energy, Big G. Love the energy, man. Yes, sir. Hey, so I need you and Shannon to do me a favor, man. Mm-hmm. I need y'all to keep up with the with the live chat. My other tablet I usually have here that I watch the comments on right in front of me is dead. I had to charge it up. I didn't charge it. Before before this, so I, I I'm not looking at the live chat. So you guys, let me know what's up. Hey, I got something already, brother Tate. What's that, Big Tate? One of our absolute favorite community members, who we all know and love, Afton. Huh? I, the way I read these comments earlier, uh, it's somebody's birthday, maybe Sunday. That's coming Sunday. And somebody's hoping for a Steelers victory, and I definitely agree. But hopefully, regardless of a win or loss from our Steelers, that they have a happy birthday. Who's, yeah. Whose birthday is it? Afton. Oh, Afton's birthday. Yeah. Sunday yeah. is the 30th? That sound about right. Now, That's Halloween's fun. the 31st. That's Tuesday. So it'd be the 29th. Monday. Yeah. Okay. Maybe y'all shot her out on the hangover today. No, yesterday. When, when was your daughter's birthday, Big G? Tuesday. Which was 24th. 24th. Yep. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. My, yep. my, my sister's birthday is the, today, the 25th. It's today. Yep. Yep. It's, it's Paige's birthday, too. Well, I didn't see nothing on Facebook, but. Happy birthday to all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't do a whole bunch of birthday posts and commenting on, on, on Facebook because I don't like to get caught up in the comment thread because you get notifications all day. <laughs> man, I get them all week, dog. I understand how it go, man. And they said it's Joshua's birthday in the live chat for sure. Josh. So, Josh, we appreciate it for sure. And happy birthday hey, to you. And thanks for rocking out with us on your birthday, dog. Oh, I said the wrong person. I thought it was after it was Josh. Well, happy birthday, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, I see. I see old old Wes in the in the in the live chat. What's up, Wes? Wes say, trash. Was, no, he was close to being right, though. He said Cooper Cup was gonna light us up, but Cooper Cup didn't do nothing. It was Puka Nakua that lit us up. You know why? You know why uh uh Cooper Cup didn't do nothing? Because when they Patrick Peterson had him most of the game, and when they switched up and finally got in their right mind and decided to level up as an organization and put Joey Porter Jr. in the game, 
that shut down old Puka Nakua, and he wasn't getting nothing. But like I've been saying all along, Levi Wallace, you trash, dog. Get to the bench. <coughs> Quick, fast, in a hurry. On that Here lollipop was- touchdown to Tutu Atwell, which I predicted last week was going to be a problem. Facts. If, if Wallace got stuck on him, it was over. Game over. Toast. Toast. And, and he lollipopped that ball up in there. Wallace had no clue. He was three yards deep in the end zone. And 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 that boy had to run back to the one to catch it. Look like a punt. And and walk in the end zone. I'm like, how long are they gonna keep trying to put Wallace out there? It was an article. I saw it on Bleacher Report. I believe it was by the Steeler Depot guys, but they said that three Steelers that need to need to go out with the trash. <laughs> well, I know one of them is, and I, I know the top guy Wallace. Yep. Chandon Sullivan and Isaiah Loudermilk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. To the trash you go. They got but Tate, I think I think they'd be listening to us, dog, because they wasn't nobody talking about trash. <laughs> wasn't nobody talking about it, bro. But they trash. I, you know what I want Coach Talman to do? I want him to put Levi Wallace on the bench and just take his helmet from him the whole game and make him watch. And then after the game, be like, that's how a real cornerback plays. <laughs> that's what that's all I want him to do so bad, dog. Because he's trash. We're not gonna cut him. We're not gonna get rid of him. But just take his helmet from him so he can't check in the game no matter what. Not but unless the, his helmet is relinquished to him. But to set him on the bench, they got to make a move or two. Oh, he froze, dog. This week, guys. They got to yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah, I think we're gonna get to that with the trade thing for sure when we get when we get to talking about that, bro, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. After said another dude on FFSN said that he was tire fire. Dog, why they stealing our stuff, Tate? What's going on around here, man? Why they taking why, why did why did they done welcome themselves to the house of G Stradamus <laughs> and understand what is going on with that old t- little tire fire for you. Facts. If they start holding up sides, we'll know. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's definitely okay. know then. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But hey, oh. man. So Shannon wanted to, because y'all already y'all just jumping around. So we just jump around till we get ourselves in, in line again. Jump around. Jump around. But yes, sir. Jeets talked about Levi Wallace. That's true. I, I'm I'm with you now. You, I mean, you you was you was maybe you was on your G Stradamus, man. When you say he should be cut in the preseason. I seen Wayne out there, Tate. I seen <laughs> way out there, man. Yes, sir. The, the Stamus, G Stradamus is in the house. I seen way <laughs> out there, dog. I seen way out there. I thought you was way off, man, but you might have been up on to something. But Shannon said he'd like to see uh Darius Rush start to get some ticks. Let's see what he got. Mm. So he, he's already, I mean, he had to be on the 53 in order for the Steelers to take him off of yep. practice squad. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he's, it sounds like I've, well, I've read a couple things. He's really picking, picking Pat P's brain, just like PZ was doing earlier in the summer. And probably they, they both probably still do. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad guy. That's, so I, I, I equated the two to uh, PZ and Darius Rush being Danielson. And Pat P being Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Facts. Yep. Facts 100 percent 
Paint, paint the fence. <laughs> paint the fence. Up and down. Right hand. Left hand. Wax, wax the car. Wax off. Wax off. <laughs> yep. Wax off. Yeah. Yes, sir. Paint the fence. That's what I'm talking about. So, Shannon, tell, tell, tell us a little bit more about why, why you ready to see this guy already. Because I'm, I'm guessing because he can't be worse than, than Levi Wallace. Oh, definitely. Uh, if you see these senior bowl highlights, you know, they, they do a lot of individual drills, you know, during the practice week. And he was matched up on some really quality receivers. And the guy is excellent in man coverage. Now, I think he's a lost ball in high weeds in man coverage. So <laughs> what they how they can use him is just like they used Joey Porter Jr. earlier in the year. It's just like sick him. Just, yes, just wherever he goes, you go. You stick him. Mm. And you can get some snaps at him out of him that way while he's learning. And he's too good in man coverage to have sitting on the bench and inactive when they have nobody else besides JPJ who can play press. Mm -hmm. I keep seeing these statistics. The Steelers are in man 40% of the time, 38% of the time. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. It's not man when you're eight yards off the line of scrimmage. Facts. You can't cover a guy man if you're eight yards off of him. Yeah. And that's all they do. That's what Wallace does, and that's why he gets toasted. So mm -hmm. use Joey Porter Jr. as a starter. Put Wallace in your sub packages where he has some value. But bring Rush in like they did earlier with Porter. They didn't get his feet wet with a few press situations. Mm -hmm. Especially any team that goes 11 personnel. Exactly. Any, te any team that goes 11 personnel heavy, he needs to get – he needs to get 25 to 30 snaps right off the back. Get him in the game and let him walk down on the wide receiver. I tell yep. you what I like to see him do defensively. And I like Cam Reddish. Not Darius Reddish. Cam Reddish is a basketball player. I like Darius Rush coming out of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, he was they, – they had another corner that went before him, maybe in the first or second round. Cam I Smith. forgot his name. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Okay, Big G. Yeah, Showing you, your you, level up college football knowledge. You know I get down with the level up. <laughs> you know I get down with it, man. I know that college hey, football. But, so I, I like I like both those guys, and I kind of would agree with Shannon, man. I just like the I like the measurables, man. I like 6'2", 200 pounds that can jam a receiver at the line and make it difficult on him. I mean, you don't have to stay with him, stay with him long as you can. But if you stay with him long enough, that rush gonna get home. Facts. Facts. Hey, Hey, King Tate, I got to say this. 33 and a half inch arms, almost as long as JPJ. Mm. Uh, 438 speed, better Facts. than JPJ. Facts. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And the thing about him um, is he had a lot of that. He was the guy they picked on in college, and he still had good numbers. He still shut a lot of people down. So, right. yeah, I, I'm just really encouraged that they're going after that kind of corner. Because Trice, again, there was three guys I talked about before the draft, and it was JPJ and Trice and Rush because they're all of similar build and skill level. So, uh, And now the Steelers got all three on the roster. Yep. I looked up his PFF win percentage versus man press, you know, because you know I get out on that all-22 film oh, yeah. on Patreon. He had an 81.6 win percentage in man press. That means 81.6% of the time, he either knocked the ball down, 
picked it off or caused problems enough to where somebody got home and made a sack. Yeah. That is outstanding. That is that is close to All-American status in college. So he needs to play, period. Point blank range. I don't care how you, how you cut it, what you need to do. He needs to play. It might just be him understanding the, 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 the ins and outs of the playbook and the scheme, but you can't teach talent. And you when you can walk down and press, that changes the game. That changes the game. And the two positions, like running back, you can come right in like uh, Daryl Henderson did to us uh, for the Rams on Sunday. You can yeah. come off the couch, and it's instincts. Yeah. And you know your assignment, you know where the hole, and you hit it. The same thing with the cornerback. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be real familiar with the scheme to play press man coverage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just you're matched up with that guy, that's your guy sticky. Yeah. It's 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 more athleticism and instincts than it is knowing the plays and where everybody is. So you could get out there quicker if yes. you're a press corner. Yes. Trial by fire, baby. That's, the, yep. that's how you got to learn. Get in there and get it going. That's how you do it, man. And, and we need him this week. I Listen, I, we're going to get to it, but Jacksonville ain't no punk, y'all. No. I'm trying to tell you that that WR, yeah, there ain't they no punk. Houston with both of us. Uh, the triple, the triple, triple OG Shannon also said that he want to see uh, old Old Saint Nick get more playing time. Yep. And what you what you seeing, man? I mean, he got he got the playing time he got the other day because still gonna get off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't want it to be a, a have to because that they're struggling, as you say, to get off the field on third down. They give up way too many third and ten, third and eleven. Uh, because again, when you're playing that soft zone. They was just picking them apart, Stafford was, with Puka. So, but why I want to see this, I don't know if anybody noticed, and I wrote about it in the stock report. T.J. Watt did not look like himself Sunday. No, he didn't. He had no pressures, no sacks. He he wasn't able to dip and get under. He wasn't as explosive. And he even switched sides in the game. And I believe that heel injury – that came up last Thursday after our show, and he missed practice. I think he might have planetary uh, planetary fasciitis. Yeah. If he does, that's going to ex- uh, really affect his explosiveness. Now, he can run full speed, but when you try to push off and explode, it's really bad pain. And then if they give him an injection to numb it, then he don't have that feeling in his foot. Mm-hmm. And it affects his explosiveness. So the only way that heals is over time and with rest, especially mm-hmm. when you're wearing cleats. Yeah. So he needs to have some time off door practice to let that start to heal and play less snaps. To play less snaps, you need a guy like Nick Herbig, guys. Yeah. Nick Herbig can come in and emulate and impersonate a lot of what TJ Watt brings to the table. And now they have somebody explosive like TJ who could get pressure. And we've seen he got that sack on Stafford Sunday. So that's another reason I want to see more Nick Herbie and more uh, Marcus Golden to keep the two superstar edge guys healthier and, you know, rested more for the end of the season. Facts. 
Tate Boy Fresh, we got a super chat by Steeler D, man. Can you pull that up? And Steeler D, we appreciate it, man. Can you get it up? Can you pull it up? Because you look like you froze solid over there, Tate Boy Fresh. There we go. Yeah. Steeler D, we appreciate the $4.99. We need JPJ to replace Wallace and Fiaco at nose to stop the run up the middle. That's That'll get the defense right. I don't disagree with you so much, man, but I'm going to leave it to you guys. Y'all comment on what Stiller D is talking about to make the defense better. Shannon? Well, obviously, we all agree that JPJ has got to start over Wallace. Wallace has to go into these nickel and dime packages where he's not being able to be targeted with one of the other team's top two receivers. Mm. Whoever he's on, whether it's the number one or number two, Looks like a number one every week. Mm. It puts mm. up huge numbers. He's much more effective. He has value, but it's in your sub packages. Now, as far as Fajoko, I've been wanting him out there all year. Yeah. Now, people are talking about Adams, and they'll look at the all 22, and they're like, well, did you see him get penetration there? Did you see him do this there? Half the time, he looks good. Hmm. The other half of the time, he's getting blown off the ball. Facts. Because he's not a nose tackle. He's a defensive tackle playing on the nose. Now, as a regular 4-3 defensive tackle, he can explode into the backfield. Yeah. Facts. And he's great at that because he's quick twitch. But he cannot anchor. So the, the how they use him is going to really mean a lot to how effective Adams is. And he needs to play more on your passing downs. And it's some, you know, maybe second or third, bringing him in for a whole series somewhere. Yeah. But he doesn't need to start. Yeah. And Fahuko will will stop that those open running lanes right up the middle because yeah. that's what the Rams did. They ran right up the middle. Yeah. Tay Boy Fresh, what you got to say about that comment, man? You agreeing? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I definitely think Peasy needs to be on the field the entire time for every defensive snap. Yeah. Um, Fioko, they can bring him in on rundowns, but I don't want to see him in there on obvious passing situations. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, cause that's what that's what he's geared to do is stop the run. So, yeah, I mean, he should definitely get some playing time. But I think when Cam gets back and they put Benton in nose with Larry O, mm-hmm. I think that's our – that's our best front three. You just got to keep everybody fresh by rotating the guys in. Yep. <clears throat> I'd like to see the Steelers. This is just me. I'm not Terrell Austin. I might have a, a, be, a better better idea than what, what he has. But I would man Peasy up. I, I, I would have Pete Peasy follow. Yes. Yeah. Just follow the best receiver. And right. you, can do, you, can, you can do whatever you want with the other guys. Yeah. You can play zone. You can play man. Mm-hmm. You can play fire. You can do all. You can do all the all different stuff. Mm-hmm. Just put Peasy on the best receiver, man to man. That's mm-hmm. what I would like to see. Yeah, yeah. And if the guy, if you really think the guy is that much better, you give him a little safety help over the top. But if 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 when you got you guys got to understand, all of our people that's watching this over in the live chat, when they design a game plan, they watch film, and then they figure out what guy can be targeted the most, i.e. what the Rams just did to us. They knew Puka or whatever the dude's name was, they knew they was going to throw the ball to him a million times. 
So yeah. if you switch up how you call the defense, and like you said, take follow and chase the number one guy, that changes the complexity of the game plan. Because yeah. now you was expecting them to come out and shell, cover two, sometimes even cover three and maybe walk a safety down. You're not going to get that if you got a chaser. If you got a chaser, that eliminates the ability for him to be the number one read every time. The only way the number one guy gets open consistently in a scheme like that is if they run crossing routes. And then you got to switch. It's just like basketball. You got to switch. So you, you make sure you can put yourselves in a position where you trade off, where JPP gets traded off to a rush or gets traded out to a Patrick Peterson. You got to play it that way because that allows our guys, Highsmith, Herbig, Golden, uh, Watt, to get home and put pressure on that quarterback, bro. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen enough of Sullivan and Wallace. I mean, I I put Pierre out there for mine. Let's see what he what he doing this year. Yeah, got a couple of snaps, Sunday. Yeah, Did he? okay. Yeah. So you know, I know how I told you guys. We uh y'all 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 jump me out of order and stuff. Just just jumping in, taking taking the train in the wrong direction. Yes, sir. First, I'm going, I'm, going to, I'm going to put up the first thing I'm supposed to put up. We're going to discuss it for real quick, and we're going to take a break and come back. All right? Got you. Yep. So the first thing I'm supposed to put up before I got sidetracked, Big G. Yes, sir. <clears throat> no this, the Steelers Hall of Honor class of 2023. Mm. We got Jerry Mullins, Ray Mansfield. And I know Ray Mansfield played for the 70 Steelers, the first two Super Bowls, I think. Yes, Guard. sir. Yes, sir. I didn't I didn't know Jerry Mullins. I heard of him. I didn't I didn't I didn't never seen him play. I really know a lot about him. Of course, I know mm -hmm. Aaron Smith and the man Debo. So what mm -hmm. what do you guys think about these guys going in this year? Tay Boy Fresh and Shannon. Aaron Smith was one of my favorite Steelers. I gotta admit it. He's now. I'm not saying he's top ten greatest all time Steelers, but he was one of my favorite Pittsburgh Steelers because he personified what a Pittsburgh Steeler is: tough, gritty, grimy, fighting, scratching, and clawing twenty four seven, trying to get us the dub. I'm so a, when I'm I saw a, that, I'm I was like, "Wow!" I'm gonna I'm ask you a tough question. Yes, sir. Who you take between Aaron Smith and Kiesel? Oh, my God. Tate, why are you doing that to me, man? Oh, my God. I got to take Aaron Smith, man, but I love Kiesel, too, dog. That is a hard one, man. That's one of the hard – matter of fact, on all the podcasts we've ever shown or been on, this is the hardest question you might ever ask me because they were both gritty and grimy, dog. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we got to have from the defensive end standpoint. But Aaron well, Smith well, was well, that dude, dog. What about you, Shannon? <clears throat> well, both of them personified being a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. Two of my absolute favorites, as Big G said. Um, Aaron Smith was so vital to that defensive line mm. because he was so selfless. Back in those days, they didn't get to rush the passer until it was obvious that it was a pass, and then they could start trying to collapse the pocket. Uh, Aaron Smith on a different team, would have been a regular Pro Bowl player. Fact. But he sacrificed stats to help that defense be the best defense in the league. Yeah. So I love Brett Kiesel. Everybody knows I love the beard. Yeah. But Aaron Smith 
was just a notch above, in my opinion, as a player. They're both excellent human beings, and I, I just couldn't be happier that he's going in the Hall of Honor. Yeah. And quietly, I wish they would hire Debo as a coach. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, people can say I'm crazy and talking crazy, but we need the presence of Debo in the locker room, dog. Debo's going Debo's to get him pumped up and ready to roll. I need Joey Porter Sr. or I need Debo in the locker room at all times in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be some accountability or there's going to be some furniture moved around. One way or the other, the job's going to get done. So I, I want them two dudes in that locker room. Joey Joey Senior had his chance. He was on the staff for a few years, mm-hmm. and I, I don't I don't see D boy as a coach. I don't know. I just when I see him, I don't see coach. But he could have aspirations. Mm-hmm. But you know, you yeah, like you I don't you, see Debo as a coach. Yeah, I don't either. That's what I see. I see it. I see when it. he got when he left and AB was doing all his craziness. Debo jumped in there and supported him and said bad stuff about Tomlin. And I think a lot of that, you know, is the time has healed those wounds, but I don't see him in the coaching staff. Yeah, I don't either. That's 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 G being like other Steelers, a lot of a lot of other Steeler fans where they think just because you ex Steeler you can coach. No, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't saying that. I'm saying he's gonna keep them accountable or it's gonna get some piece of furniture moving around. Because, <laughs> because listen, that's what we need, bro. You know, Debo moves some furniture around with Matt Canada while you're playing. <laughs> Matt Canada, Matt Canada, get the treatment. He gonna say, "Come here, dog. I need to we need me and you going in this locker room real quick, bro." And he, you might hear some ooh, ah, ooh, 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 and then and then and then he come out the locker room and everything's gonna be straight. <laughs> everything's so let's, gonna be let's, straight. let's let's take a quick break, real quick. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. We'll be right back. You listen to the audio. Got to pay a couple bills. Listen to a couple commercials. We'll be right back really quick. They won't be long. Welcome back to the Wednesday Night Pump Your Breaks podcast. I'm here with Big G. And the triple OG Shannon. Big G says, is it lit over there in the in the uh live chat? Hey man, it's unbelievably lit right now, man. We got so many comments. I promise you, we have had an astronomical amount of comments tonight, you guys, and we appreciate it because that gives us the energy to continue to go. But even more so, we want to bring you guys the best quality content we can on Steel Curtain Nation, fans first sports network. So we appreciate all y'all rocking with us because Tate Boy Fresh, Shannon Triple OG, it's lit up like a Christmas tree. So if you're in here, make sure you hit the like button and share with somebody the content that's going on in Steel Curtain Nation, Fans First Sports Network, for sure, for sure. Agreed. So Dan Moore. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had a good game, his best game of the season. Yes. So he's is he holding Brod Broderick off? Like when's this change happen? If Dan Moore keeps playing well, will it happen? Tay Boy Fresh, before we do that, we got another super chat from Wes H, man. And let's do that first before we jump to this. Wes H, I'm gonna read your comment and we thank you for the five, Thanks, bro. Wes. 
to piggyback off Jeremiah, if Kiesel and Smith were in those 70s defenses, we still win four Super Bowls. Facts. 150% straight up facts. We win them chips. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. They was dogs. Steelers personified. So they would replace Mean Joe and Greenwood, LC? Just slide them on in there, dog. Just slide them on in. Me and Joe was a dog. Greenwood uh, was a dog. All-time great Steelers. But we still would get them chips. It would be uh, – uh, they're both defensive ends. So it would be L.C. Greenwood and Dwight White. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, me, me and Joe was a tackle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Me, Joe, and uh, – um, shoot. Uh, Mullins. Yep. Yeah. With the tackles, with the DTs. Facts. But I mean, you can't take out LC Greenwood and Dwight White for Aaron Smith and Kiesel. I know that, but I'm saying if we had no choice but to roll with Kiesel and Aaron Smith, we still getting them chips. I think they could have still, yeah, yeah, if they would have had to replace them. But on on that uh, still curtain front four, they would have been backups. Yeah, facts. Agree. So all right, Tate, let's keep it pushing. Let's go. When he's talking about Dan Moore and when will will he relinquish the position? I, I I'm gonna be honest, man. Somebody got to go on the offensive line, man. You can't have a first round talent who has graded outstanding, not just graded well, who has graded outstanding according to the PFF stats. He has his grades has been over eighty five percent. No sacks, no pressures. He's got to play. I don't care if you put him in a guard. I don't care if you put him in at the opposite tackle. The kid's got to play. Period. Point blank range. Well, here's so. the question. Here's the question, Big G. We know that we drafted Broderick Jones to be left tackle. Yep. But if you look at that offensive line, in my opinion, the weak link is a core four. Mm-hmm. Because Moore did have his best game Sunday. And he was pulling and leading up into the hole. He was doing kick-out blocks. He looked very solid. Mm -hmm. And he's always been a left tackle. So here's the crazy thing. Do you put Broderick Jones at right tackle and replace the core four for the rest of this year? So I'm going to tell you this, man. This is – I don't – you got to have played football to understand this. The right tackle is always the weakest tackle because yeah. the, the quarterback can see it coming if he's right-handed. He can if see it If he's right-handed, yeah. If he's right-handed. So normally across the front, unless you have a left-handed quarterback, the right tackle is the weakest one. So flip them. Put, put more to the right so that, that way all he's got to do is just stand a guy up all the time because he knows it's coming and put Jones in at that left, dog, and let's go. Let's go. More, 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 more. Supposedly not good at at right tackle. Man, that's what I'm it. saying. Do, the if that's the case, do you put Broderick Jones there? Because I think a core four is the weak link. Yeah, I agree. He's trash. I'm gonna start calling it now. He's trash. <laughs> he, his his grading out compared to the other offensive linemen on PFF. Yeah, his grades have been straight up trash. So it's time for him. To get to that dang on bench, get to the bench and get the rook in there and let him do what he got to do, dog. It's the, it's time, because we're in a crucial part of the schedule. 
for all y'all that's out there listening to us and watching with us on Crow or, or podcast land. This, yeah. this is critical right here. Yeah, we got to get it in. Okay, so so I'm going. So we think we think Chooch is the weak link, but we got to wait and see how that plays out. Maybe Broderick Jones goes to right, but I think they drafted Broderick Jones to be the left tackle of the of the future, definitely. Yeah. So he he you know it's just he stayed right. Mm -hmm. Um. So I got some spicy here. You guys gonna probably give me give me a hard time. Mm. I know how you both feel. But you know, I'm generally a pretty pretty open-minded individual. I take in take in, you know, information, take in take in news and watch with a with a watchful eye, the third eye, big G, like like your boys the Wu Tang, right? Yeah, I can see way out there, dog. <laughs> way out there. So I think it's gonna end up working. Tate, what's gonna end up working? Mm, Tate, oh, Tate. Well, I don't know, dog. I don't know. He's trash, Tate. I can't. I can't stop saying it. I cannot stop saying it. Matt Canada is hot freaking trash, dog. I don't. I think that it'll work out because the maturation of Kenny Pickett and him growing as a quarterback. Not because of the extensive play calling. Of well, don't that, and, go ahead, go ahead. don't that matter? Don't that matter? It does, I mean, but it don't. You think you think Kenny leading these fourth down drives in, 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 in a lot of a handful of his games he's played in his 18 games he's played. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least five or six of my count. He's led fourth six. quarter comebacks. Six mm -hmm. fourth quarter comebacks. You don't think Kenna's is calling any of them plays that Kenny is executing? Maybe, dog. <laughs> Maybe, dog. Maybe. Well, what well, well, we need more than the play call. Now, it's been it's been some play calls that, that I completely disagree with. But what we need is for Kenny and the offense to execute in the first three quarters of the game, like they do in the fourth quarter. Okay. So do you think some of that has to do with play calling? The inability to execute? I see Shannon shaking his head. I said there's been some play calling that's been questionable, but it's not all play calling. Trust me, it's a mix. And when Kenny start playing well and Kenny start calling good, we we'll see a nice ebb and flow. That's that's mm. where that's where we headed. Mm. Hey, br brother Tate, yes, I see sir. I see you. I see you listen to Mike Tomlin's press conference. <laughs> he yes. was like. Well, if Kenny Pickett hadn't threw the ball out of bounds on that deep ball to Pickens, and if this wouldn't have happened and we wouldn't have missed all them blocks uh, when they combo rushed and Ward could only pick up one guy, uh, I wrote in my Steelers Stock Report article, I'm not going to talk about Matt Canada anymore. It mm. doesn't matter. You can point out the obvious. Nothing's going to change. Uh, so I'm not going to worry about him anymore. But anything that happens this year, good, bad, uh, how much it, uh, Kenny Pickett progresses and how much that this offense stunts his growth, it's all going to have an asterisk on it for me because mm. I am not going to make a decision on Kenny Pickett or any of these other guys as long as that guy is the offensive coordinator because he is a liability. And I, But I'm not going to say his name 
I'm going to try not to and focus on everything else because there's no way to justify the dude being there in that position. He's not qualified for it. But hey, boy, Fresh. Go ahead, go ahead, Shannon. No, but I mean, that was, that was basically it. But I'm saying that it's not fair to, again, they, they finally had two weeks to prepare for the game, and the yep. first three quarters was more of the same. Yep. And that's unacceptable. They finally started doing a few fake handoffs, a little play action. They went across the middle some. You know, they would have been a nice completion if George Pickens had a little alligator arm there. He was a he, he looked like a T-Rex. He was like, oop, nope, I ain't gonna do that. Little yeah, self-preservation. Um, <laughs> yeah, so but uh, a lot of the issues is just an anemic uh game plan and play calling, and I'll leave it at that. Tate, still a girl 808 said Canada is dog water. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> she said he's dog water, dog. That's that is hilarious. Way, I'm, I'm just saying it, it takes two to tango. It takes two to, to run an offense. Um, you know, bro, your boy Brock Purdy having problems. Yeah. Is, is Kyle Shanahan calling bad plays? No, 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 no. He didn't have Trent Williams or Debo Samuel. Hey, but listen, let me point this out. Outside of all the stuff that's going on, Wick Matt Canada with the maturation of Kenny Pickett. I'm addressing all them Steeler fans out there that fire Tomlin and do this, that. Let's get rid of Kenny Pickett. Y'all, we out there getting dubs. We out there getting W's, bro. We're four and two, and they're growing up right in front of your eyes. So as long as we getting dubs, hey, I'm taking it all day and night because a dub is a dub. We need W's. That's well, all I, I, that matters. I, I, that, that's what matters. But it's how you win that matters. Also, and it's luck is unsustainable. And three of the victories, they were big, a big gifts by the other know, team. Shannon. If the Ravens know. could catch a cold that day, then they would have beat the Steelers. That's, 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 that's football. I mean, how how much yeah, we, how like, much we talking how much when, how much we talking about DeAndre? Somebody besides the right, but that's foot that that's football. You stay in right. the game, you keep it close enough, so at the end you can get. I'm not saying they playing well; they not. They play terrible. Not. No, they're not. But they're 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 winning games, and the same stuff that's happened to other teams have happened to the Steelers before. So yeah, what I mean just is, keep if, winning. If, if like, all hey. they're trying to do is win enough game to keep Tomlin's streak intact. Mm-hmm. And everybody's fine not making the playoffs or getting knocked out in the first round. Then they're doing great. But what mm-hmm. matters is progress every week. I they agree. have to improve and grow and then get to where they are a true contender. Because if you look at the teams that are contenders right now, mm-hmm. and you look at what the Steelers are putting out, especially on offense through the first three quarters, it don't compare. I agree. But the still outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, Every other team in the AFC had to trial by fire. They had to grow into what they became. The Kansas City Chiefs was ready-made. You insert Patty Mahomes and off they go because they already was there with Alex Smith. So So the Steelers are literally growing up in front of our face. The issue is, and Shannon, I agree with you, that Cannon is holding us back as far as maybe as our progression. So it's unfair to give anybody a true grade. 
However, we getting them W's, man. And as long as we get them W's and they continue to grow and maturate, then hey, because because guess what? We're not going to fire Canada. That ain't the Steeler way. It ain't going to. Maybe they reevaluate in the offseason and they make a decision about whether or not they let him go and bring in somebody else. But it ain't the Steeler way to do that, dog. It's not. So so I like Shannon. You're right. We got to continue to improve and maturate. But a dub is a dub, man. A dub is I'm taking them all day and night. I would much rather be on the winning side than on the losing side. Every week. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I agree with you. And I think that's just this this and Canada, Canada is a is a large part of it. Mm-hmm. But so is Kenny, and so are some members of that offensive line. You know what I mean? Some of those guys are are responsible too. I mean, we can put blame everywhere. Levi Wallace, trash giving up. I mean, the Steelers giving up. Those big running games, the first two games against the 49ers and the Browns. Trash. I mean, in, in, in spite of all that, they found a way to win. And I yeah. think, you know, I mean, th- that's what's important. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Mike Tomlin cares about his streak. Mm-mm. The players probably do more than him. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't want to be the ones to, to be on the team that lost it. Mm-hmm. You know? Still does team. anybody – does either one of you think it's sustainable as is? No, no, we have to continue. To okay, progress. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got another super chat. Still or do we? Thank you for the 499, bro. Canada has led an 18-year veteran in Ben, a six-year vet in Trubisky, and now a rookie. I challenge anyone to point to point do a different in the first three quarters with any other team. So he's saying that Canada had been last year's not doing well. Mitch Trubisky is garbage. Ben, and then now a rookie. He was only off the coordinator with Ben for one year, and Ben and Ben wasn't listening to him. No, heck no. Ben, heck no. Ben, ben was actually doing his own thing. And right. and Mitch – same. It still looked the same until Ben took over late in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It's inadequate. It's Coach juvenile, him. and it, it, it keeps getting thrown out there. And they keep wanting to blame execution. It's hard to execute when that defense knows what's coming. Ooh. Sandy, say that one more time. It's hard to execute when the defense already knows what's coming. <laughs> Tell you, you know where I'm going with there, Mr. Harbaugh. But that's for another show. You talking about Ohio <laughs> State, Michigan. And I told yes, sir. you. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I and, and I told you, even with that, Ohio State just got whooped. I mean, okay, maybe maybe Michigan stole some signs and knew some signals. Ohio State got bullied. They got whooped. They got the physicality wasn't even close. Mm. That's all I, I was seeing. I hear. I hear. Are y'all talking but, but, last year? We yeah, talking the past two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, no. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Canada went, but I think I think you're gonna see this offense start to turn it around mm. and start to. Put some points on the board. I agree. I agree. Yeah, in spite and, and, and we, of. Yes, in spite of. Let's get Firemouth healthy. <laughs> yeah, let's get Firemouth healthy. Let's get Cam back. Let's let's see what happens going forward. You know, let's see the insert of Joy Porter. Let's let's see Cam Smith get some snaps. Let's let's see that. You know, now now after these three games, but I'm gonna be able to tell you straight up after the three games if KP8 is the true answer. Because they're critical. These these four games in the middle are critical. 
three and one, four and all, y'all, we we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. So I just need to continue to see hey, I mean, progress. And Jacksonville and Tennessee are more important than Green Bay because they're AFC teams. Mm. So you want to win your AFC matchups. And yeah. I don't know if Tennessee will be fighting for playoff positioning, but Jacksonville will. Mm-hmm. So you want to get that head-to-head win. But, mm-hmm. you know, we got less than less than a week. We got about five or six days until the trade deadline. Facts. Shannon, what to talk about? Are the Steelers buyers or sellers? Mm. I like that sign, Tate. That sign is boss. Yeah. <laughs> that sign is killing them. Look at old, look at old Omar Connie, dog. <laughs> he got him on the phone, on the horn with the Steelers logo on the shirt, working hard in there, man. I'm loving that graphic, dog. I see them dudes up there in the corner, too. I knew who Tate trying to get. Yeah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. t- tell me, talk. What's what y'all trying to do? What you think they should do? Hey, man, if we're going to go all in, listen, let me tell you something, man. Yo, I don't care if Steeler Nation get mad at me or not. If we're going to go all in and trade, bro, go get Chase Young up out of them Washington Commanders, bro. Go get him. Go get Chase Young and bring him in, bro. Go get him. If you want to, if we're going to do the thing, let's go get Chase Young. Because I'm telling you right now, if you go Keanu Bitten at nose, Cam Edward at left, Chase Young at right, and you got TJ Watt and Highsmith standing up behind them, it's adios muchachos for the other team's quarterback, bro. He's not going to get – he's not going to survive. See, they're going to knock his behind clean up out of the game. So I'm saying if we're going to push it in and Con Man going to do the thing, I want Chase Young. I'll take Patrick Sertan. We're going to have to give up a lot. But give me Chase Young, bro. Let me get him. Let me get him, man, in, in well, a Steelers uniform. That's – that's. I'm not saying I agree with you about Chase Young. It was – earlier in the summer, it was a interesting, interesting thought. Now I think I think we got a solidified pass rush. I like Chase Young though, but uh, I'm I, I think we 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 need a corner. Mm. We 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 need we need this. we need that worse than anything. Yep. Shannon, what you think, man? Who you want? <clears throat> well, what's this? Uh, the rumors. Patrick Sertain. Yes, please. Whether it happens, but it would be lights out. With him and JPJ. Jalen Johnson from the Bears. Yes, please. Quality cornerback, too. Uh, Jahir Alexander from Green Bay. That's been a rumor. Yes, Mm -hmm. please. Uh, I brought up Demari Mathis from the Broncos. Yes. Now, today there's been a couple of new ones. People are talking about Justin Simmons from the Broncos. Trade. Trade. I do it right now because they need another safety to let Fitzpatrick be his true self and get back to his ball hawking ways. Mm-hmm. The one I have seen that I'm totally against is Hopkins. Yeah, heck no. I, they heck do no. not need another outside receiver because Deontay Johnson's back and he is an outside receiver only. George Pickens is an outside receiver only. They do not need uh, Hopkins at all. So, of all the guys I mentioned, are yes, Hopkins is no. Facts. Cap on Hopkins. So, so do you guys think by Tuesday, I believe, at 3 o'clock, Tuesday's Halloween, yeah, that Mm. the Steelers will have made any move? Maybe not one of the moves you just said, but any move. 
I give it a I give it a 55-45. If I had to give it a grade, I think 55% that they go for it. It's just a matter of con. Because the issue really is Tomlin and Khan. You know, because because believe me, Khan will do it. Khan don't care. You know, he, he like, look, bro, I listen, we going for the gusto. So is but will Tomlin be okay with bringing a guy like a Patrick Sertan in and the draft capital that's going to cost you to get a guy like that? Or Johnson. Johnson, you know, the Bears ain't getting fleeced again. We're going to have to give up at least a third, maybe a second to get him. They ain't going to get fleeced. You know, so Sertan first round. Couple of them other guys, maybe a second round, maybe a third. Well, if you so, if you give up a third and get a starting corner for the next two years, I think you're doing pretty good. Facts. I agree, Tate. Facts. Shannon, what's your percentage? It's hard to even guess. Uh, in the past with Colbert, it's zero. And we <laughs> never do that. But mm. with Con, um, I I'm like Big G. I think Con will do it. And like that, he wouldn't even worry. Mm-hmm. And he pulled the trigger. But Tomlin, for some reason, is just, you know, these are my guys and I'm sticking with them. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't even know if he really realizes how badly they need another corner. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'll, I agree. I'll stick around to 5560 number, like Big G said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like well, that. Number. I hope to see a move just because, like I said last week, I just like, Seeing things get shook up, man. You know what I mean? I like, like I said, I like the idea of the defense with Pat P following the team's mm-hmm. better team's best receiver. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and move, move Pat P like you want from, 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 from the nickel to just a robber, just roaming. Mm-hmm. And let's see who we can get over there on the other side. Wait, 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 help, we help over the top for the other I guy. Agree. I'm trusting, I'm trusting Peasy to. To go head up one on one, bump and run, press, and by by the time they they get by him, think they can ready to get it past TJ or Alex or yep. Cam or somebody being got home. Tate, all the contenders, Shannon, all the contenders is already making moves. Philly done made moves. Kansas City make moves. Believe me, San Fran about to make. Well, they already did. They got Kenny Gregory. I mean Gregory, the uh, not Kenny Gregory, but the Gregory, the dude from Denver. So Randy, teams is, Randy. Randy Gregory. That teams is bringing in dudes right now to try to level up and get themselves in position to make a run. So if we feel that we're a contending team, let's make a move, y'all. Let's do what we do. Let's hey, make a move. With the Steelers bye week and then playing a 4 o'clock game on the West Coast, mm-hmm. got to watch a lot of the Ravens and the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and – if you watch those two, this is it just in our division. The AFC North is stacked. Facts. The defenses are top notch. Facts. And even the Bengals. Facts. And when you look at the difference, is these teams can play press man coverage. Cleveland dares you. Yep. They'll give you one-on-ones everywhere. Yep. Because they know that by the time your guy works open, their pass rush is going to get there. The mm-hmm. Ravens are the most aggressive defense in the league. Facts. Every year. Facts. The difference is they can play press man and the Steelers can't. This trade deadline, Steelers got to fix that. I agree. I agree. Without a shadow of a doubt, Shannon, I like all of that, bro. I'm buying it. So let's, let's, before we wrap up, let's, 
talk about the game Sunday. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, the second hottest team in the league behind Kansas City. Whew. They won four straight. Facts. I believe they lost to Houston. Like we lost to Houston. Yep. And their second loss, I believe, was against Indianapolis. Facts. So, That's yeah, so, I mean, boys. yeah, you know, we got Kenny Pickett coming in here. To go, I mean, Trevor Lawrence coming here to go against Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. We got Travis Etienne. Him and Najee was drafted, I think, back-to-back in the same draft. Facts. They got Calvin Ridley and and the guy in the middle. What's his name? Christian Kirk. And Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram was a good receiving tight end. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how, how how do we match up against that? What do we do? <laughs> Make the trade. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, too, it's too early. We can't do it now. Listen, listen, this is what we have to do. Tate, you were head on with your scheme. I think that JPJ has to follow Calvin Ridley everywhere he goes. I think, you, I think he follows the, everywhere he goes. Christian Kirk is like a water bug. He can get open in a phone booth. So how you get how you deal with a guy like that is you bracket him. But the issue is is that they have another running back and tight end. I mean, they have another wide receiver and tight end and a running back with Travis Etienne and with Ingram. So how you have to do that is you cannot play cover two, Tampa two. You can't do it. They will beat that all day and night. You got to be willing to go single high. You got to be willing to go single high because how you win the game is getting pressure on Lawrence from a defensive standpoint. Offensively, Tampa Bay's defense can be had in the middle. I mean, not Tampa Bay, uh, Jacksonville's defense can be had in the middle. Attack the middle of the field with crossing routes and inside routes by the tight end. And don't go away from the running game. Jalen Warren's got to carry the ball just as much as Najee. That's how you win. And their corners are not they're not that great either. So Deontay Johnson and, and, and Pickett can get theirs without a shadow of a doubt. That's just what I'm feeling, Tate. Well, 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 thing, what's your thoughts, Shannon? One thing, they're going to have to play a complete game. They're not, they're not going to be able to show up in the fourth quarter and expect to win. Facts. I'm afraid that if they do, it's going to be bad. Uh, Lawrence is one week healed up from that knee injury. And you see what he did against the Saints, who have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can run. So if they don't keep discipline on their pass rush, he's going to get outside and he's going to hurt them with his legs. Mm-hmm. So, and if they play that soft zone, it's just go- Kirk's going to eat them alive. Uh, I like the linebacker matchups. I, I like uh, Quan Alexander and Holcomb. I think they can they can help limit the that middle of the field passing attack, mm-hmm. but if they they're going to have to be more aggressive on defense. I agree with a Big G totally there, and they're going to have to possess the football, move the football, and keep that defense fresh, and they can win because they're going to have home field advantage. Uh, but if they try the same old same old, you know it could get ugly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Big G said they got to use the middle of the field. Sometimes they forget all about the middle of the field. Yeah, they don't attack it. And that, that's where they can be had. Attack the middle of the field. That's where they're going to get got. 
They got those two second-year linebackers. They got the kid last year out of Utah. I think the other kid out of Boise State. Is that where it's from? Yep, you're absolutely correct, Tate Boy Fresh. That's where they both from. But they, but guess what? Can, guess what? Neither one of them can do cover a tight end. They couldn't do it in college, and they sure ain't doing it in the pros. Yeah, they can't I, cover I expect, tight end. I expect Cam Hayward to be a bigger part of the part of the uh, the the plan mm-hmm. this week. You mean mm-hmm. Connor? Connor, yeah, Connor would be a bigger part of the plan. Mm-hmm. But uh. So, per score predictions for you guys, real quick. Then, then go ahead and cl- close it up. I got the Steelers with a dub. Give me the Steelers with a dub. 27 21, Pittsburgh. 27 21, Pittsburgh with a dub. That's what I like. Okay. Shannon, how about you? I say the Steelers win with home field advantage 27 24 on a late Boswell field goal. Ooh. And Kenny Pickett does it again by leading the game-winning drive. Two nice scores. I want to see a game. I'm going to see the Steelers control the game where they can run the ball, score, touchdown, going in halftime up 14-3 to three or something like that. That's what I want to see. I think uh, Jacksonville is going to be more competitive than that, but I think the home field advantage, I think Trevor Lawrence can be rattled. He can. Facts. He took four, four interceptions against San Diego last year in that first playoff game, and uh, they're not even that good, right? Facts. So, talk about Kansas City's – I mean, the Chargers defense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Facts. But, uh, yeah, man, so I got the Steelers winning. I think they – I think 24 is about their bar, but if they score 24, they should win. So I'll say 24-14. I like it. I like it. Hey, and that 27-21, the Steelers get a defensive touchdown too, by the way. I don't care if it's a pick. Yeah, it's going to happen. Somebody getting an interception, somebody getting a dang on something. Something is going to happen. They're getting a defensive touchdown. What? Almost got it for you. He should have had it. He He should have had it, it. He should have had it. He should have had it. It's one's coming. One is coming. So, fellas, go ahead and close it out, man. Shannon, what you got going on, Big G? Do your thing. Let's let's get out. Well, Shannon, the rest of this week, you know, Friday will be my random Steelers observation. So be on the lookout for that. Facts. Hey, nice, man. nice. Yes, sir. We want to thank everybody over in the live chat. Take they still hitting it up over there. That that Joker is dinging. And my little headset right that I got inside my mic, it's going ding, 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 ding. So I'm loving it over there, man. We love the comments and we thank you guys. But if you like our content, make sure you check me and Tate Boy Fresh, my boy Beater, and my boy Payday on Fridays on the Homies Podcast, where we get that AFC chatter jumping off and jumping forward. And then afterwards, be there, be there, be, be there. Not gonna be there again this week. Peter gets the trash sign <laughs> already. He gets the trash sign. Early. He followed. He followed Michigan everywhere. He's a he's a he's a he's a hard hardball hard lover. Hardball sucks. Let's keep it pushing. Homie's overtime after that. And Pay is going to be out there doing his, his Dan Levitar impersonation. It was a hit last week. We was loving it. So look for him to get the Dan Levitar. It wasn't, it wasn't Dan Levitar. Who was it? It was uh, the guy just went to ESPN. Who? Shannon, who oh, yeah. podcast? Oh, yeah. I know you talk- ESPN. 
He's on college game day. He went to West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Shannon, you mute. Um, I swear, I just watched him today. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't call his name. Well, Pay did a great job last week. That's all I know. <laughs> you know, I can't think of it. I can yep. see his face. Yeah. This is gonna drive me crazy. It's okay. It's okay. That he was and, a punter. Yep, he was. He went to West Virginia. He was, and a he was a place kicker for West McAfee. Virginia. McAfee. There you go. Pat McAfee. That no, their their G don't go. Their their Brian Brown goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. No, I just said they're Pat McAfee. That's what I said. You know. Okay. But listen, listen. But no, but Shannon said there you go. No, that wasn't you. <laughs> he said it over there. Oh yeah, I see him in the comments. Yeah. Okay. So Thanks, listen, Brian. Appreciate it. So. After that, after you check us out on Friday, make sure you come in on Sunday on the Know It Alls podcast with me, mine, and Tate Boy Fresh. And I get to just totally talk about the trash Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and it's going on down there because I'm getting it in on Sunday. Y'all better believe it, you know. And then don't forget to check me, Tate Boy Fresh, Relly Hall, my boy Stop Sweet saying tea. Sweet Tea. Stop saying Sweet Tea. He's Adios Muchacho Sweet Tea. So it's me, Tate Boy Fresh, and Relly. We got to take him off the graphic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts. Facts. On the rap, that's rather Cavalier, Cleveland Cavalier podcast. Me and Tate's actually going to jump into another podcast in a few minutes. Yeah, man. You know, I've been having the Cavs game on right now on my other I've been watching it on my right phone. Here. Yep, yep. Yeah, so and we got to do that podcast in about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then don't forget to check me and my boy Andy P out on the Level Up College Football podcast every Monday at six. We go live on Facebook. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Y'all, it has been a hit and a blast over there in college football land with that level up with me and Andy P. We're predicting the games. People are loving what we're talking about. So just swing on over and check us out. You can find us under Spotify, under Fans First Sports Network. Don't forget to level up with us. And we appreciate all of you guys watching us on all the channels for sure. So last thing was the... Just to yeah. show the AFC power rankings for this week. The Steelers have moved up to five. I don't know, man. Shannon, what you think? Um, I think that's about right. Mm. Uh, Buffalo might be higher, mm. but I think that's about right. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I do too. I mean, the Steelers can prove a lot if they beat Jacksonville this week. They'll prove oh, yeah. a lot. We'll jump in the top three if we beat Jacksonville without a shot of a doubt. I love, love the opportunities. But thanks, everybody, for, for spending your Wednesday evening with us, riding with us, pumping your brakes. We really appreciate it. Everybody in the live chat, we're about getting ready to get out of here. Get all your Steeler news and information from the Steel Curtain Network, the website where you can, you can read the articles, the YouTube podcast, the audio podcast. I listen to Jeff Hartman. It's more I listen to Jeff every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's outstanding. Um, yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. He has good guests, and yeah, it's it's, it's it's really good, you know. So it helped me get through my morning. But uh, yeah. So just thanks everybody. We're about to get out of here. We're gonna let the music play for about twenty seconds as we outro. If you're still here and you haven't hit that like button, like Big G is saying, get them get them algorithms going. Yes, sir. Them rhythms. Them rhythms. That's what you call them, right, Big G? Yeah, get the rhythms rumping and rolling. The algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks both of you guys per usual, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Been a pleasure. Definitely.
Shannon, take us out.